2: Greetings. Welcome in. It is a Thursday night. We've got NFL news. We've got live Olympic games. We've got Major League Baseball. We've got MLS action. And we've got parade celebration, ring ceremonies, and dollars and cents. And we're here to make it all make sense because really, it's all about the dollars. Welcome in. Mike Harmon alongside Dan Beyer in for Jason Smith tonight as Smith continues his sojourn in Detroit Last time we spoke, Dan, uh, we were contemplating what Smith could do to get himself pulled over again. (laughs) Uh, There have been no further reports of any uh, transgressions with the law in the greater Detroit area of late. But, you know, the night is young.
5: He loves, he, he loves being the good luck charm of the Detroit Tigers. I could say that much.
2: That is true. Uh, talking about how uh, they've really just been on a roll. Another <laughs> 7-5 win today over Texas. So, I mean, they just keep moving.
5: The, uh, I, I love always being in for Jason, but I will say this. I'm espe- especially excited tonight, Mike, for this simple reason. I don't feel guilty talking about the National Football League anymore. Because now with the NBA, and it's kind of officially over because the parade happened today with the Bucs. And I know the draft is next week and then Summer League and there'll be a short offseason. But not not that we should ever feel guilty for talking about the NFL, but now that is what's next. And so so there's a little bit of guilt off my shoulders. Well,
2: there is a little bit of that celebratory uh, mode, right? Not just because... Your team had its victory parade today, but because we got those glorious shots of Ezekiel Elliott taking a handoff from Dak Prescott and running Ben Roethlisberger and whatever his workout regime yielded in terms of his body and him being ready for this year. Uh, I did see some stats about when you shuffle up offensive lines, uh, how rare a situation we're going to see with Pittsburgh, but we've got plenty on that uh, as the night goes on. The You mentioned the NFL just in general, though, Dan, the story that all just hit like wildfire uh, throughout the day was the NFL had already talked about and put out the protocols as agreed to with the Players Association regarding the practices and facilities for vaccinated and unvaccinated players and the hotel accommodations and going out what you could do dining wise all of those things we've talked about and those have been out for weeks uh but today it got you know a little pressed as you start getting into the hey by the way we're not we're not gonna cancel any games here if things go sideways uh you're gonna be on the hook we're talking forfeitures oh and nobody's getting paid And as soon as you have that last part and you triple underscore it, you make it start blinking, whatever it is, uh, as word got to all the players, well, one by one, we started to see a little bit of blowback, followed by the deleted tweet syndrome. Uh, And we talk about DeAndre Hopkins first and foremost, questioning his future in the NFL, if it meant that not getting the vaccine could potentially hurt his team's chances in 2021 uh yeah it could and uh and that's not even in terms of a cancellation of a game forfeiture or whatever just in general if you were to get it and bring it into the building the potential is that it hurts your team whether it's another unvaccinated Mm -hmm. player or a coach or someone in the building right i mean I, i think that we already understood that but now that you put the largess of dollars and not making these things up, and now you're accountable on a whole other level, that it's going to raise the ire. Leonard Fournette was another. Uh, Jalen Ramsey over the course of the day, uh, you had n- several players, and we'll see how many yeah. more decide to jump well, into this discussion.
5: What I, fi- what I find interesting, and I am going to give credit where credit is due, and that is to you, my Carmen, and I'm not, I'm not sitting here trying to blow smoke up your butt or anything about it, but you made a point well over a, a week ago, and it was maybe two weeks ago when we were talking about this, the whole conversation was how are team's going to navigate when certain players are vaccinated and other players aren't. Are the other player, or the players who aren't vaccinated going to feel left out? Are they going to feel that their job was more difficult? You brought up the point that said this, hey, in a league where it's next man up and guys are fighting for their jobs in the league, the league will go younger and cheaper in a moment's notice you said that position battles and roster spots are going to be determined by players who are vaccinated or unvaccinated. Imagine a coach on a hot seat, and 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 maybe Cliff Kingsbury is, is the perfect example because there may not be a coach in the NFL that is on a hotter hot seat this year, and he's going to have to deal with this DeAndre Hopkins situation. But to your point, you said if a coach has to make a decision on a player in a close battle, you're going with the vaccinated guy because it makes your world a whole lot easier. This doubles down on that for the simple fact of, you, now you may win. You, you may need that football game. You you don't want to lose that football game because of the negligence of another player. I think. I, I mean, your your point is just is is so well put that this this now ups the ante on everything for the National Football League. And I understand that some players don't want to do it, but the writing was already on the wall when you were making them go through certain protocols while others didn't have to. This just takes it to another level.
2: Yeah, I mean, and from the protocols and everything that was agreed to a year ago. If they had to, and this is why we had Tuesday and Wednesday games, if you had to forfeit, then you weren't going to get paid. And we know one thing the money flows, right? Because if you don't play the game, the TV contract gets reevaluated and the payouts get reevaluated, which means all the fights of the distribution of league monies. And we talked about the Packers and talking about their loss for last year saying it was nearly $40 million. Fortunately, they had about a $400 million war chest. In other words, business has been good uh, for g- uh, about two <laughs> decades. Yes. So you've got plenty of time and plenty of capital uh, that should be uh, amassed in your respective war chests. But to, just to that point of now it's, all right, we'll look at additional penalties. Because we already added another game. And when you start thinking about extending your calendar year anymore... Football, you know, as much as basketball and the wear and tear on bodies and how many guys in the league, around the league, everything, tried to attribute all these injuries in the NBA to fatigue, which was a nonsensical argument. We can go through the, you know, all the mm-hmm. star players and talk about fluke sure. injuries and, and you know, got 200-pound guys sliding into your ankles, LeBron. Uh, it had nothing to do with you being tired uh, and fatigued from a short offseason. But... To that point, maybe your recovery can be compromised a little bit. But either way, the point being that the NFL being the brutal game it is, you're 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 trying to get through as unscathed as you can, right? Because you want to make good. You want to be in your respective windows as soon as you have to start moving dates, moving things around, particularly as we get back to whatever normal is. And I, yes, I did air quotes here in the Fox Sports Radio studios that you have to make other concessions, arrangements with perhaps other artists, other leagues, whatever, in terms of facilities to get things done. And as the NFL, it's just being proactive in in this regard. And the players cannot like it, right? If DeAndre Hopkins has decided, I've got enough of a bag, I'm done, then it's been fun watching mm-hmm. DeAndre Hopkins work. And we'll always think of the Hale Murray fondly, And we'll move on because the next guy will be ready to play. It's shark's teeth, man. We're celebrating shark week on every channel known to man. I haven't seen any on, uh, you know, a couple of the kids channels yet, but we've got sharks everywhere. Look, man, they take a bite. What happens? The next row of teeth come up, right? One goes out next up. Same thing in the NFL. There's going to be another guy waiting to take your job. Another guy that didn't make it out of training camp. Is gonna get a call. It's like, hey, you you're still working out? Yeah, come come and work out. We we got a guy that's not available to us. No. And, and if guys want to walk away from from the money, I hope they're ready for their next careers. Just remember, retirement is long.
5: Now if now if DeAndre Hopkins doesn't show up, the call from the coach likely won't be Cliff Kingsbury because he likely won't be there Correct. after this season. <laughs> However Fair point. To, yeah, to your point, there there is always that there is that other guy that's there. And and you know, like I, I, I struggle with it and, and I know it's I, I don't want to make it a get vaccinated, you know, sort of program. But the thing to me when it comes to the professional athlete is all of the things that the professional athlete does to make it to be able to do what they do in their sport, and the 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 levels that they will go to to be fit, to be in shape, uh, to work out, to go that extra mile, and to me, I just don't understand how this is crossing the line. I I I just I and and maybe that's th- that. Th- this is getting into that conversation. But I mean, athletes, you know, for, for how many years have done whatever it takes uh, for the most part to get to that, that next level. And I'm not, I'm not saying that, that that all athletes are doing illegal things and and that's not what I'm saying, but they go the extra mile. You're up at 5.00 AM. You're doing this, you're doing that. You're, you're, you know, you've cut out the, you know, the pizza, you've cut out the wings, you you know, like, like, that's what an athlete does. And you live in, and you form in that world and you, and you, Come up to that place and, and, Mike, supplements and everything that you do. Well, like- But
2: that's the thing, right? How many people yeah. have taken shots from the doctor just saying, trust me, this will get you back on the field faster? Sure. Yes. We, we've had how many fights over Toradol and all these other yeah. things for years? And it's like, I don't know. I don't trust this one.
3: Yeah, I, uh, you know, I your best
2: ability is your availability. And and what was interesting is because I am a nerd. One of the, the shows that is constantly streaming because I don't need to watch them at this point uh, is, you know, any of the law and orders. If I see there's a marathon on as I'm cooking, as I'm working and, and working out, whatever, hanging out with the kids, it, it'll be in the background. And there was an episode of SVU that turned into a vaccination thing about measles. Okay, uh, Mm -hmm. to be able to go to school, you had to get vaccinations for a lot of things, and I get it. You know, we we can talk about Genesis, and people do their due diligence, and again, not going into a a big to-do of it all, but it's the picking and choosing and, and deciding. Here's where where you're drawing a line, and the NFL and. People will always question their motives, right? That's never going to change, just like big business, government, everything. There's always the, all right, how are they trying to screw us is the mantra. And maybe all of you out there that are working at this hour, maybe you're all nodding your head. Maybe you're in your car going, yeah, you know what, last week. Yeah. And there's plenty of that. But there's also the, hey, we're trying to keep the line moving and keep these billions of dollars of revenue of which you guys get half going.
5: I, I just how many guys will 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 spec? All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna need double knee replacement when I'm older, but I, I I don't care. I I need I I gotta do this for one more year well the head uh, it, injury it, it, conversation yeah, i mean yeah i i just but but this is going too far I, I just to me it's absurd
2: uh reminder deandre hopkins and i had this in the notes frostberg our executive producer we got bo benson in the studio with us tonight chris perfett on the ones and twos and of course uh steve Desager on the updates uh frostberg text me our, our exec producer um Reminder that DeAndre Hopkins, because of the signing bonuses in his contract, would have to write a check for $22 million if he were to walk away, which means he ain't walking away because he later uh, did put no. out that he's got nine years left in him. So we'll, we'll figure out yeah. what that all means. And look, you, you they're not mandating it, right? They're not mandating, which they could as a private business, but they are making sure you understand there are dire qu- consequences to this. If, if we're forced to re look at scheduling or cancel games altogether, that there will be hell to pay.
5: Absolutely.
2: The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon here, Fox Sports Radio. Dan Beyer in for Jason Smith tonight. You can follow Dan on Twitter, at Dan Beyer on Fox. Yell at me, at Swollen Dome. Coming up next, well, you got to have a B-side, right? Like all great 45s. Oh, wait, the kids don't know what a 45 is. But if you flipped over... Nah, never mind. Uh, The other big story of the day continues. The Big 12, the SEC realignment and giant piles of money. See, it all comes back to the dollars and cents. Dan and I try to make sense of it next here on Fox.
1: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
0: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip.
3: Going to pick
2: up a guitar and learn how to play this. Screaming money, money, money all over the place. Mike Harmon alongside Dan Byer, Welcome in to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Jason will be back on Monday night. As we go throughout the night, we talk about dollars, cents, and making the sporting world, uh, well, it makes it all spin, right? That's what we know. How many ticket offers do you get on a given day? Dan Beyer, how many emails have you gotten to buy Bucks Championship merchandise? <laughs>
5: Not only did you get emails on buying Bucks Championship merchandise, after every win in the playoffs, I got an email saying Bucks win. Get your gear here. Every single one. We won game
2: two. Yeah. And that's what the t-shirt <laughs> said.
5: I won. Yeah. That's what I wanted <laughs> game, game two yeah. championship yeah. Uh, t-shirts. Uh, really wasn't game one because they lost three out of the four game ones uh, yep. in this playoff run. But yeah, game three champions. <laughs> get your gear here at fanatics.
2: That's we got one. <laughs> it's two one. <laughs> Buy it here. It's, you know,
5: it's, it's, it, it, you, bring that up there is always the dilemma and i remember a long time ago when i i gosh i think i was in l.a for just a couple of years and i was at universal city walk and uh, you know where that is uh, i know some people may not know anyway bunch of shops fun place to go whatever. oh yeah city were, city
2: walk's a good time you got a big it, movie theater you're next yeah. to universal studios so uh, lots of you can go and be a, a real nerd and buy all sorts of harry potter stuff it's great Dodgers yeah, store it,
5: and and so Ohio State was in the national championship game against Florida and and at the time did not know what the outcome was but I saw a t-shirt there and was going to buy it, and I was going to cover the game for Fox, so I was going to be in Arizona anyway, my friend said, why don't you just get a a national champions one when they win when you're there? And I'm like, you know what, that's a good idea. And I didn't buy it because I thought I would get the national champions one, and obviously they didn't win, but then I thought to myself, what, I wouldn't have worn this one anyway because they lost the national championship game. So it kind of makes you wonder, like, is it worth buying the NFC North champions t-shirt is it really worth <laughs> buying the division because isn't the only one that you really want to wear is the super bowl champion or the nba champion it's i know it's i know it's difficult decisions and some teams may end droughts with divisions or playoff berths but i think you have to be selective when you're looking for that championship gear
2: yeah i guess if you win your conference i can get on board that right or, or league as it were right i've got sure. an al champs from 2005 we- hat that's still sitting in the closet Uh, So that's good. Or or Northwestern making the Rose Bowl, which they hadn't done in forever and a day. I mean, there's still some memorabilia around.
5: If the White Sox would have lost that World Series, and it's still worth having something with you know saying they won the pennant. I completely, I completely agree with that. But when you're like you know the Atlanta Braves and you're winning the NL East every year like you <laughs> did in the '90s, did you really need to make T-shirts for it? You know, it was more of a more of a disappointment when you didn't get that next T-shirt. Packers, uh, no offense, but in in the NFC North, I just know that there's a lot of division championships in that in in that uh, NFC North for Green Bay. So. Maybe Maybe you want to wait for the uh, the Super Bowl, but I get I get the Rose Bowl ones, I get the the pennant ones, and those for the teams that haven't been there. But if you've done it for a few times, I think you got to hold off and just wait for the for the big one. Honestly, with the Bucks, I was going to get any final stuff just because of that. I mean, it, for for how long had it had been? Forty oh, longer years. than First your time life in my lifetime, yeah, exactly. Yeah. If yeah, nothing else, sure. now
2: that if it becomes a regularity, just make sure you pick the right color marker, and then you can add like Roman numerals to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's true as that long as you other- until you get to 5 you're okay
5: yes well that was that was <laughs> the other thing is the is you noticed on the t-shirts it all said like two time champions and I just I thought that was a little weird because I just didn't think that people really were referencing the seventy one yeah, championship, well. and it made it kind of seem like almost like it was kind of like a back to back sort of shirt. And so I thought that that was weird. They had a pennant like that as well, and I thought if they just put twenty twenty one, then you know that that's that's good enough. I didn't think that you needed to combine the nineteen seventy one championship to make this gear purchasable.
2: No, as soon as you start uh, having to really stare at a t shirt and interpret it. Now you're going into strange territory. One, you don't want to have to walk around explaining it. Number two, I mean, you may find yourself in some difficult situations where now you've caused some angst.
5: Yeah, and I don't want people looking at me with a two, uh, a shirt that says 2X on it thinking it's the size. That is not what I want. That is not. So I stayed away from it. Even though it may say it on the tag, I don't want it saying it on the front.
2: I love that. All right, so let's get into, uh, and, and maybe I, I'm going into the hot takery theater here uh, as we come off of this title. and. And we watched the bus driver, and and I think that was one of the most viewed things. We'll talk about the dollars and cents of Giannis Antetokounmpo, the man, uh, and his opportunities to come. But in terms of his humility, in terms of his old soul, press conferences and work ethic and all those things that have been so endearing, I dare say, Dan Byer, we're going to run out of patience and loving of this really fast. <laughs> Look how hard I work. And I, uh. and I bring up a, an instance to to highlight this, right? It's one thing, you know, Hey, I can't think back on that game because we've still got work to do, all of those kind of things leading up to the title, right? Because that's what we had over the weekend. You know, there was the great, you know, humility and pride. and I mean, it's fantastic. And I featured it on the Find Your Win segment that I do with LeVar Arrington on Sunday morning show that we do 6 a.m. to 10 here on Fox Sports Radio Pacific Time. And it's like, all right, that, that's cool. I dig that. And I, and I dig the story. And everybody's now heard the story. Everybody's seen the pictures of his mom and his brothers when they're little. And now they're all NBA champions. All of these things, they're fantastic. But here's what he said to NBA TV They win 105-98, as you know. But he missed the team photo. Quote, I never stopped working. That's how messed up my brain is. Even today, we won the NBA championship. I wasn't in the team photo. I went in the back. I just had to talk to my brothers a little bit. I was just trying to figure out when you're going to come back, when you're going to do it again. That's the mindset I have. That's who I am. That's what made me great, what made this team great. I've already had enough. Like I've already turned on him. Like for you, I know it was a quick turn of events with the golden state warriors. And you have owned Uh, that for as long as I've known you and you and I have done shows here on Fox sports radio, the, I want your flex podcast. It came up a couple of times, all of that, where we have this, you know, microwave society, right? It's not 24 hours anymore. It's like, I want it now. You know, the Homer Simpson, you know, they bring it into Moe's tavern. It's like this thing can flash fry a Buffalo in 40 seconds. Oh, but I want it now. Same thing here with Giannis. the more he tells me how hard he works, the more I I'm, I'm done with you. I I
5: you know, when he, when he did the the speech a week ago or wh- whenever it was, about the the ego is your past, the pride is your future, and, and like that sort of thing. I joke that it was gonna be on a sign in Hobby Lobby like in a few <laughs> weeks because that's exactly what it sounded like. And and and, and maybe as a fan, and, and no, I shouldn't say me. My it's name is I'm Matt like, Foley. I am a motivational speaker. I can understand. I can see why it can start to wear because it's it's like the it's the constant reaction. Reminder, like you shouldn't be telling people, it should be the other people saying,
2: right? That. The hey, and, whenever you have to tell me how great a leader you are, and and you know, I, yeah. I lead these guys in the locker room, or whatever, like. I, I don't know that you do <laughs> if you have to tell me that. I,
5: by the way, I love it. I can hear all the stories, but that, again, is as someone who is a fan, I can see it from the outside on how it can kind of wear down, but that's this is this is what is another thing that that will make him a superstar is if you're already starting to get annoyed, now he's kind of turning into a villain for you sure. while he's bringing other people in as fans that are going to like him. So then you've got the, you know, the Again, the Howard Stern thing. What about the people who like him or love him? What about the people who hate him? The ratings are they, even higher. Like they that, listen
2: twice as long. Exactly. Yeah,
5: that's – yeah, that's, it's exactly – I know I, I – I deja vu. I feel I bring that up all the time, but it's so true. It's bringing so many different people now into the equation. And honestly, if he has that little villain role, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, I think right fine, now it's you know? just me.
2: And, it could and, be. And, 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 may, and maybe fans, there's something and you and I need Sun to resolve fans. that I don't know about. Um, but <laughs> – and, and, this, <laughs> I, I, I've, I've and I know you don't went, like the Bulls, so it's OK.
5: Well, I even told you I've always I, I wanted the Warriors to beat the Bulls 72 and 10. Like, that's why I wanted it. As soon as they did, I got sick of the Warriors. But I wanted the Warriors to get 73 and nine. That's what I wanted. Because well, I and I want loved the Bulls it because then, then they lost. Mark. Yeah. And then, yeah, which means even... the Bulls are still the champs end up in
2: it (laughs) which means their 73 don't mean anything yeah i was gonna say there you go there you
5: got you and the miami dolphins you know that's that's what it is because they didn't they didn't seal the deal just like new england didn't seal the deal
2: gotta finish the job but yeah i mean to your point we say it all the time and and i'm no bigger i don't know that there's a bigger champion for it than me is if you're the villain and become a bit of a villain and there's some hate watching involved embrace it Right, That was my lone criticism of LeBron all those years ago. Yeah, Mm -hmm. the decision was clunky with Jim Gray. It was kind of weird. But they raised a lot of money for the Boys and Girls clubs. Good job by them. But then they cried about the fact that people didn't like what they did. Like, no, lean into it. It's it's like the WWE. You did a heel turn. Jump right into it. Be excitable about it. And wear it to great riches and facial and name recognition. Right, I mean, winning again, we'll we'll do it, and we'll keep extending it. No question about it, because then you become the guy with the really huge target on your back for this year, at least for the moment. There's still all the excuse making and hand wringing about all the guys that got hurt.
5: The you know the the one thing about Giannis that I will say that is that is going to be unique to see, because I think it has changed. You mentioned the, the comments that he made, and how his mindset and thinking about the next one. If you do remember, in the post game Tuesday night, there was a point where he said. Hey, if I don't get back in this chair and sit here ever again, I'm I'm cool with it. I didn't necessarily believe that, sure, but I actually thought that it showed like how difficult it was to get to that point. Now you wonder if he's saying the things that he thinks that people want him to say. And I wonder if that's going to continue or if that's going to change now that he has more of a platform to to speak his mind.
2: And then all of a sudden he starts running around with spray can spray paint cans. And throwing up his logo, whatever it might be, and tagging stuff—it'd be great. Beats a team in round one of the playoffs, and then tags their court before leaving.
5: <laughs> I like I like him as the smiling superstar. Although he, he doesn't smile with the opponents, but he's got that grin that, that's worth a million bucks.
2: Well, he can, he can keep smiling at him. I mean, like, like there's like no that? better villain than when you're smiling at a it's guy true. as you you know plunge the dagger into him in game six. I mean, come on.
5: And the, and the million bucks, no pun intended, no pun intended at all.
2: Plenty of uh, million dollars. Uh, every tooth is now worth about, uh, I don't know, 20 million. Uh, by by my count and plenty of endorsements to come, no question about it, including one he continues to lobby for, and we'll get into some of the economics of that. Coming up next, uh, it's Mike Harmon alongside Dan Byer, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon here on Fox Sports Radio. We're going to play a little Do You Remember the 2020 NFL Season? We initiated this last week. It was a big hit because it recognized how much we were so worried about a million other things. As much as we enjoyed the game, celebrated that we got through the season, We didn't remember a lot of the accomplishments of teams and individual players. We'll see if we're a little smarter this week as we get the crew together to do that again. That's coming up next here on Fox.
1: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it, you listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.
4: This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen.
2: Welcome back in Fox sports radio, the Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon, Dan Byer in for Jason Smith tonight. Lots going on in our sporting world. Yes. We're ready for the opening ceremonies of the Olympic games. I'm still reeling from staying up. Okay. I got, got up after a 20 minute nap uh, to watch the U S get drummed by Sweden in the women's soccer opener. A couple more games. Uh, Won this weekend, so we'll rally for that. Uh, Waiting on the men's basketball squad and and the drama that's there because they're no longer the prohibitive favorite they once were, Dan Byer. A couple of losses in the exhibitions have people wringing their hands a bit.
5: Well, you have to think once they get Devin Booker and Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday there, it'll help a little bit. I, I was not a fan of them adding Trey Young when they uh, had to make their 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 swap outs and, and who should be added and who shouldn't. I think they're going to do all right. I will say this, that of all the Hole and Oates Oat songs, Out of Touch Gets My Gold Medal so it's my favorite one so there that would be on the you would hear out of touch in the Hall and Oaks Olympics be played because it would be at the top of the podium
2: well you gotta have that on the metal yes. stand uh, perhaps yes. that's a new uh new podcast uh you know med- metal stands you know I'm, We've I'm working done on metal a, stand you yeah, and I I, I'm done, working yeah. on the website uh to build it up as a polling <laughs> situations for sports you know, like everybody's got their Mount Rushmore that's played. I only care about the top three. We don't care who finishes fourth. You're the first loser.
5: (laughs) That's all I cared about, especially when I was in youth wrestling. Because you got a medal for the, you know, you you get a medal. You don't get a ribbon. You get a medal. Gotta have a medal. That's all that matters. Yeah,
2: my daughter got to go through that after a big soccer tournament win last week. That was uh, a long, arduous journey. Many, many weary miles. And a really bad sunburn that uh, I've now just recovered from. Mm-hmm. In yeah. other words, as you get older folks, make sure you got hats all the time. <laughs> that little patch that is gone, uh, you know, the hair has the, left the, the back sun of your will head. find you. Bad yeah. things, man. Sun Gotta will find, find that ya. spot. Yeah, it's like uh calling, calling out. All right. One of the things we we introduced last week and as we get into training camp, I want to make sure, you know, we we get ourselves ready and wet the appetite for the new season. Not just because we're going to see some video from training camp. We're going to get some of those updates about, you know, how a guy went nine for nine and, and was brilliant you know, against air, all of those things. Uh, but we want to look back at 2020 and remember some of the great moments and some of the lowlights, as it were. So we're going to play, what do you remember from 2020? Uh, we bring in Steve DeSeger, Chris Perfett, Bo Benson, alongside Dan Beyer, of course. I'm Mike Harmon. Uh, I'm going to throw out a couple of data points uh, from statistics and from team accomplishments or failures, and we'll see uh, where we can where we can go here. All right, number one. Let's do it. You and I with our I Want Your Flex podcast coming back season two here in short order. I want to go fantasy-wise. The top five scorers at the flex position, not super flex, which means no quarterbacks. Let's do the top five position players to lead your fantasy team in scoring.
5: Okay. I'm going to say Derrick Henry's got to be.
2: Yes, right. he comes in at number four in PPR leagues. Okay, I'm also gonna I'm gonna say this because
5: the flex part of it made me think running back, wide receiver, and tight end. I'm gonna say Travis Kelsey.
2: Ooh, it's close, and it's Kels. Remember, we've been corrected. Now huh? we can never call him oh, Kelsey again.
5: I didn't even realize that. Yeah, that was a story that, that popped
2: out last week that we have been saying his name wrong this entire time and his brother or just just the one. Well, he's the only one to speak to it. I'm going to assume his brother too. <laughs> but yeah, just said, "Hey." No, he just thought of it now. It's it, the rest uh, of the family. Uh, no. Suddenly it just uh yeah, you know what? I just went with it. Like, no, How if do your you surname go that long? Yeah, if your surname's being misspoken all that time, I think I'd raise my hand. I get mad enough when people call me Mike Norman. I mean, <laughs> And and you remember that from last week. Uh or or Mark, as it were, sometimes. Okay, oh, <laughs> it's a callback. Man. We had a tease uh Chris Bruce Sard, God love him, tried to hype the the show and then uh unfortunately my surname got uh, butchered <laughs> it could have been worse could have been michael norman touche <laughs> <laughs> touche all right we have derrick henry who else we got fellas uh, well patrick Mahomes got to be in there somewhere no no, no not the quarterbacks okay no. all other positions combined. all other correct okay. yeah no quarterbacks um but yes mahomes would have been number five like, if we were including everybody. like dalvin cook number three okay how about james robinson Ooh, you know how much I love James Robinson, but no, Kamara. Yes, he was number one. Devontae Adams, number okay. two, Michael Thomas. No, one more uh, wide receiver though. Oh, Kamara. Just Hill? on Thanksgiving alone, Tyreek Hill is your number five. If we were to go, right. if we were to include the quarterbacks, how much does it change? We already know Mahomes and Kamara. Can we get the other three? It's got to be Watson. No, he comes. He falls uh, just out. He was Allen. seven. Josh Allen was number Josh one. Allen. Taysom Hill.
5: Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate you.
2: <laughs> no. Uh,
5: Russell Wilson.
2: Nope. Wow. Rodgers? Rodgers, number two. Uh, number three, a guy we talked about to start the hour. Jared Goff. Wow. You really Jared did Jared Goff. Oh, boy. He did show uh, up, up at Ball a Tigers one of those game. those guys
5: that he only gives joke answers. Is that what we've got? He, he's being that guy uh, today.
2: Come on, he's Kyler got the Murray. Oklahoma hat on.
5: It's got to be Kyler oh, Murray. There yeah. we
2: go. All right. Receiving touchdowns. We have seven answers on the board. Devontae Adams Got 60 again. seconds. Adams one. Kels? Kels with 11. Yes. Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill two <laughs> with 15. Ah, uh, gosh. 30 seconds. DK DK? No. Oh, jeez. You
5: Man, know what? This will end up being our Devante holdover. Adams. We already okay. got Devonte
2: Devontae Adams. Well, this will be our holdover when we bring this back uh, coming up at the end of our third hour tonight. But coming up next, we delve deep inside the wonderful world of the SEC, the Big 12, money, power, and realignment. How realistic is this all? Next on Fox.
1: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast. Is
2: going on a road trip.
5: I thought in that moment, oh my God,
2: we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA.
3: He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed.
1: Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare.